Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast, featuring Ted Ings and his distinguished guests. Each week, you'll gain valuable insights to level up your game in retail automotive's fixed operations. This episode is brought to you by BG Products, partners beyond products. And now, here's Ted Ames. Welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Katie Maris is with us. She has a new book that is coming out shortly, I believe. Uh, well, I'll let her tell us when it's coming out. Uh, it is about the customer experience. She's a great friend of the Fixed Ops community. Katie, welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Thank you for having me, Ted. I'm so excited to be here. Um, yes, Custom Her Experience is coming out on Valentine's Day. Um, I mean, no, go figure, right? A book about women and the female consumer, and it is launching on the day of love. You know, that is so timely. Um, I know you've been working on this topic with a lot of your speaking and work you do for dealers uh, all over the continent. Um, give us a little insight. Take us back. What prompted you to take on this subject and why do it now? Truth be told, I had a really crappy car buying experience and not just one. I had several uh, and it was just enough to push me over the edge to start researching the automotive industry from a customer experience perspective, but also from a female consumer perspective. And as I started to dig that rabbit hole deeper and deeper and deeper, I started doing the research. I started compiling articles. That's when I started working with you, Ted. And then I was speaking at conferences and then the book formed itself. It is a message that everybody needs to hear because Women rule the roost in terms of influence on the world's economy. They influence about $43 trillion of worldwide spending. So if you're not capturing her, then you're losing out big time. What a great and timely thing to talk about. So you started out as a customer, as an, you yes. know, to, to take on this topic. And, you know, why automotive, uh, Katie? Um, you know, I, Obviously, we all know it's been for many years and still is right male dominated, right? But um, you know why that one of of all the of all the industries? Oh well, I, I think it's just I've worked in. I mean, I've worked in hospitality, I've worked in retail, I've worked in the restaurant business, I've worked in cruise ships and travel industry, and out of all of the industries, I've had the pleasure to dabble in. Automotive is ripe for the picking. I, I always say that. You can only go up from the bottom, right? So there's just so much low-hanging fruit when it comes to a customer experience. And when it comes to flipping that lens and tailoring it to the female consumer, there's so many easy, simple little things that dealerships can do. I thought, hey, there's, there's no one out there really talking about it. So let's, let's help them. Let's, let's you know, steer this cruise ship in the right direction and try to get them moving forward. Was it hard to write a book and to put all this down on paper? Oh. <laughs> yes, it was. The research was um, time consuming. Uh, but what I love is that I had uh, amazing automotive clients that I was able to actually um, put that research to the test and implement it into their dealerships. And they they were phenomenal at helping me mold uh 
really mold all that research into a book, into a nice little package. Uh, so yes, it was uh, definitely time consuming, um, but uh, a work of passion. The book will be out, everybody, on Valentine's Day uh, and available. It's available right now. I pre-ordered it, uh, Katie, on Amazon.com. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, so. it is available right now for pre-order, and it drops. And so it will ship from Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and all the places um, on Valentine's Day. I want to talk to you about the key differences between men and women. Okay, but before I do, yes. I want to come back to some people who've spoken here at the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Among them, Liza Borges from Carter Myers uh, and others who've talked about the importance of women working in dealership and that your dealership employees also being able to mirror your customers as well, uh, that they are the same. And as you mentioned, you know, women are the dominating force in purchase decisions. Talk to us a little bit more about that, because there are some dealerships who've who've got it and are getting it, but mm-hmm. many are not there quite yet. Well, I say if they don't want to work with you, why the heck are they going to want to shop with you? That culture that you create for the females in your dealerships is what and what what exudes and what the the female customer sees and what she feels um, when she walks into your dealership. So if they don't want to work for you, they definitely aren't going to want to shop with you. They want Female consumers want to see themselves in your business. If there's women working there, then they are more open to trusting you. I think we need to take a look at like a fee plus male environment. It's not just a all about females. We have to marry the two together. And I actually have a whole chapter on that in the book talking about how we can actually make a fee plus male environment work. I think that if a dealership, for example, in service does not have women, let's say, as service advisors. And by the way, I hear from Tully all the time that the top performing ROI service advisors are the women at his dealership. But I think if you don't have women representing you, I think that's also sending a message to the customer about the dealership. What What do you think? Oh, a hundred percent. It's if again, if women don't see themselves in your dealership, then they, they, their, their alarms go off, their spider senses go off. And when you talk about the service lane and you talk about having service advisors that are female, women make nine, nine out of 10 women make this, all the decisions on getting their vehicles either repaired or their maintenance done. So if they're not seeing a female or men who have a high EQ that can create these relationships, then you've already got those spidey senses going off and they're going to be cautious to trust you. They're going to be cautious to spend money with you. Um, And they're definitely, if they don't, if their expectations are not met, they're not going to refer you. All the studies that we have seen show the strong ROI by having women as a very, very big part of your force. We've had a number of companies on here that have had panels uh, with For example, Rapid Recon did a panel on the women of recon, all right? And these were four ladies who worked for Rapid Recon who talked about their interaction with the dealership. And going back to the word you just said, trust, and that other T word, transparency, and what a tremendous edge they talked about by having the women on their team interacting with the the dealership employees and the many women as well there. Yeah, it is... It's incredible. And the female consumer is 30% more likely to refer your dealership, your services, your people 
to a friend or family member, 30% more than a man. So if you don't get that trust part right, if you don't cultivate and create those relationships, and if you're not transparent with her, you're losing your future customers. On the sales side, we see a lot of technology now uh, that deals with transparency on, you know, for example, on the, the buying process, on F&I. It has come, Katie, to service now. And the fact that we need to be transparent, consumers look to validate, you know, with third party information. Um, talk to us about some of the, the key differences between men and women. I've heard you speak about that many times. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to bring it down to science. There are key physiological differences. So it's not just me coming in and saying, hey, I'm a woman. I want to be noticed. Um, No, there are key physiological differences. So the first one is our limbic brains. Our limbic brains, a female limbic brain is deeper and wider, almost by two times the size of a man. And some of you may be going, what the heck is a limbic brain? Some of you may know, but the limbic brain is the emotional and memory hub of our brain. And women feel more greater or greatly more than a man. And it's because our limbic brain, I mean, we're just built that way. We were put on earth that way. Our hippocampus, which is part of our memory, um, part of the emotional and memory hub, it's a little piece of the brain, is also almost double the size of a man's. So if you ever, um, if you, well, we all have a wife, a daughter, a sister, Um, who remembers a fight in grave detail, like five years later, it's because she is meant to do that. So you can't really get upset at her. And maybe it sounds like an excuse, but your female consumers, when she has a bad experience, she's going to feel greater. It's going to affect her decision-making process far more than a man. And it's also going to last a lifetime. She is not going to just let it go. She's going to feel the effects of that bad experience for many years to come. Another huge difference is how we communicate. So we talk about the effects of a bad experience that are going to last for years. Well, guess what? Women communicate with both right and left hemispheres of our brain. What does that mean? We communicate with logic and creativity. We use 20,000 words a day versus 13,000 words a day for men. So when we have a bad experience, we talk about it. We're going to talk about it to anybody who's going to listen. And we're going to go into all the nitty gritty creative details that a man wouldn't even think about. Those are three key physiological differences. Now, if we take it one step further and you want to create an experience she feels good about, because that's what it's all about for her, right? It's that lighting up that that limbic brain and that hippocampus is that we crave relationships, And we need a hedonic atmosphere. And what does that mean? It's it's an atmosphere or an experience of the senses. We need to see it, feel it, touch it, hear it, smell it. It all needs to feel good. Where a man wants to get in Mm -hmm. and get out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For a woman, the journey through the purchase is the, it's it's about the chase. (laughs) It's about that, Mm -hmm. that journey. It's not necessarily about the purchase itself. She is feeling all of that first. A man, mm, just go in. That's what I want. Okay, I got it. Great. And they leave. For a woman, it's about how she feels. So those physiological differences that we can't change, but nobody seems to pay attention to, is the reason why women, 43% of women, don't trust the automotive industry. 
is because we have men at the top designing brand experiences and they are de designed for men and delivered by men. And women are the ones that are making those decisions. That 43% seems low. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we are 50% of, of the population. So it's almost in line with that. Um, but it's, it's, they're just not trusted. I mean, think about it. Half of, half of their customer base, almost half aren't trusting. They're not going to trust you. We're talking today to Katie Maris. She's an author. Uh, she's just written a new book. Uh, it's out on Valentine's Day, just a couple weeks from now. The title of the book is Customer Experience. Custom Her Experience. And it relates more than ever to our industry and uh, in terms of trust and transparency. It's really timely. Katie, who should buy, who should buy the book? Everyone. <laughs> No, but see, every, everyone, man or woman, this book, I, I didn't write it just to, um, I'm not here to bash men. I'm not here to say, men, you don't know what you're doing. I'm not here to say, um, you know, poor women out there. I think that we need to start working together. And so I think it's a book that everybody should read. Everything that I've written in the book is scientifically backed. So I'm not just talking about my experiences or, um, you know, kind of telling my stories, although I do do those things. Everything is statistically and scientifically backed. So it's something that everybody can read and learn from. Takeaway. What do you want everyone to know? If there was a key takeaway, Katie, uh, yeah. from the book, what would you want to share with the, with the audience? Well, what I, the, the question I get once they, they either, you know, I've, They've talked to me about the book. They've talked to me about the female consumer. Um, many of you know that I come from just a customer experience background, a five-star experience. They say, well, what the heck am I going to do now? Like I have to up upheaval my entire you know, brand experience that I've already designed and how much work do I have to do? The answer is no. I want you to take the experience you've designed. I mean, as long as you've designed one, that's a whole other story if you haven't. And I want you to just work with the women in your organization, the customers that you speak to, the female customers, your wives, your girlfriends, your daughters, anybody who's willing to look at each touch point of your brand experience, the journey through time. And all that you need to do is create a few tweaks per touch point. So I don't want you to think, oh, I'm, I'm going to read this book and, and it's going to be so much work. No, it doesn't have to be. It's just another layer on top of the already customer experience that is designed by you and, and is being delivered by your team. It's just taking it one step further. So I guess I just don't want everybody to be scared. Oh, it's so much work. It doesn't have to be. It's quite simple. The hard part is doing it consistently. The hard part is acknowledging it. The hard part is looking mm -hmm. in that accountability mirror and saying, shoot, maybe I do need to do something different. That's the hard part. But once you actually read the knowledge that's given, it's not that difficult to actually implement it into the systems and processes you already have. Everybody, Katie's new book, Customer Experience, is out February 14th. Um, I know Katie uh, personally. I want to I challenge our industry. I want to challenge the, the fixed ops directors. You know, if you've got four or five more service advisors, Go on Amazon now and pre-order the book and get one for every one of your advisors, general managers, get one for every one of your employees. You want to read the book and you want to understand our industry and understand the thinking that Katie shares in the book. And uh, you don't want to miss out on this. Katie's, uh, Katie's got a great perspective and um, 
Katie, on behalf of the Fix Ops community, I want to thank you for all you do for our industry and thank you for writing the book. Ah, thank you for having me on. And I'm so, so excited. And honestly, I just thank the industry for welcoming me uh, with this message. Everyone go to Amazon.com. Katie Mares, her book is out, Customer Experience. Her email is scrolling across the bottom if you want to reach out to her as yes, well. Yes, please do. Uh, <laughs> Katie is also a keynote speaker uh, and uh, has spoken at a lot of big name stuff all around the world and, uh, you know, a very big, very big part of our industry. So, Katie, on behalf of the Fixed Stops Roundtable, thank you so much. Thank you. Katie Mares, everybody, the author of Customer Experience, available on Amazon right now. Here today at the Fixed Ops Roundtable.